So, well, maybe I'll just say this now. We use uh, the term self. If you've ever read Ramana and other people, they they use the word capital S self to mean everything, you know, the whatever. And we use it mostly as a small S self and the idea of being a long lasting, independent, separate entity. Uh, you know, that actually is used to reinforce the idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, the one who has an ego, the one who loses an ego. That's what we're speaking about. We're not using it as a replacement of ego. We're using it as a sense of self. And that sense of self can translate into feeling like you have an ego and you've lost the ego but you won't be losing the sense of self <laughs> so uh just as a clarification and um yeah and then the non-duality is just that we break down the words not to and therefore non-duality is nothing it's just uh a way of, of of negating an imagined something, the way we see, the way we interpret, not we, but the action figure, uh, the way the things appear, they appear to be, no matter how many times you cut the coin, it still has two sides, yes, as long as it's still a coin. So this the sense of two-sidedness of contraction and expansion is the theme uh, of the experiential dreaming. And then there's a, a hopeful wish that something that is of being, which is not dualistically defined, uh, but in the duality will stabilize which is why it people get frustrated because uh, the floor has, is like one of those new beds where you can have hard on one side and soft on the other, and they have a little thing you can uh, dial up how hard and how soft. It's sort of like that. It's like a floor that keeps moving, yes? So you feel good and then you don't feel good as an action figure, as a body, let's say, or as a emotional condition or the mental. And it's go, it swings to, to extremes, but it's always in the same sort of groove, contraction, expansion, expansion, contraction, time, timelessness, self, non-self, all like this. Yeah. So, we're just questioning uh, this duality. And really, the one that seems to be observing the duality and is given uh, an attribution it doesn't have, which it's not a part of the duality. It's the observing of the duality. But no, the action figure is uh, a brand name of duality, so to speak. You're the the singularity, don't be fooled by the image because the activity is dualistic. Yeah, you're a subject object fluctuating all the time, seemingly. So, yeah. All right, so we'll start in a minute or two.
that was the warm up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into our golden oldies. Anyone new, Mike? There? Um, uh, I saw Jonathan King. I wasn't sure. Um, but well, if anyone's new, they can just raise their hand if they like, just in case they want to. In yeah, he's raising, he's raising his hand. Hi, Jonathan. Hi. All right. So, oh, Jonathan. Okay. Nice to meet you, Jonathan. Nice to meet you. I got to hear you speak earlier. And I... uh, where? Oh, at the uh, that meeting today? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Miranda encouraged me to come here. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, welcome. And if uh, just go with the feel of it more than what's said. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully. Yes. So the idea of uh, hold on. I have a part-time job as the doorman for the cat. So yes, it's a very demanding. This is rush hour. It goes out, comes in, goes out, comes in. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, well, you know, I do come, I come from recovery and uh, I like the terminology of self in recovery. And some people who have heard non-duality would say that every aspect of everything that's going on is is a part of the whole the whole is the only thing that's manifesting here and in a sense in a conceptual sense that's true but there's a part that thinks it's the whole yeah meaning w-h-o-l-e and i would it would and to see uh both it starts out as seeing as, as seeing one yeah so now you question that which you're not and in and in doing so what says it is what you are also gets questioned and then there's a negation of those two poles and then there's that pause that sense of awareness not caught in in the activity of being aware of yeah which is what's driven by us all day there's just awareness of not usually in the head or the action figure, the emphasis is on the things we're aware of, like the thoughts, yes, uh, the actions, the seeing, what's seen, what's heard, what's felt. And there's an underappreciation. It just gets to become a habit of the awareness of things, yeah? And sometimes when you get, you hear it, it maybe happens in satsang, it could happen wherever, there'll be a, a pausing of the things and there's that awareness. Yeah. There's just you, <laughs> you naked, not adorned by being aware of things, but you as awareness. Yeah. And in recovery, people who are in recovery get very familiar with, at least where I live with this term called pause, because it happens a lot where we get to see before we're busy seeing things. So there's the seeing becomes the naked fact. And then the things are auxiliary instead of the way self-centeredness usually has it, which is the things are emphasized and the awareness is underplayed. Yeah. So this is an, another way of saying 
that the way we're looking or we're driven or we're built to see from an action figure is the cart is in front of the horse. Yes. So the emphasis is not on the awareness or being conscious, it's on what we're conscious of. Yeah. And in a way, there forms an addiction. The mental state is addicted to this uh, being conscious of things. And in, and in the manufacturing of things to be conscious of, there's a loss or a sense of underemphasizing consciousness or let's say awareness, yeah? And so this is why the greatest results come from loss of interest, yeah? Like we have in recovery, there's a famous turning point in how they describe uh, recovery, which is losing interest in self. And then all these things start happening. You look at life and how you contribute to it and all this stuff changes, but it's pivoted on loss of interest in self. Yeah. Now, okay. Someone in the act of being identified as self hears that and tries to pursue an agenda of losing interest in self. That's interest in self, you see? So there needs to be warnings because when you step away, you're going to step in shit, so to speak. Yeah. And then that shit's going to be on your soul and it's going to follow you wherever you go. So this identification is going to travel. Yeah. As you without knowing it. And it's going to leave its sort of smell and its little uh, blemish everywhere you go. Yeah. So you can't lose interest in self as a self. That's interest in self. Yeah. You can't quit playing God identified as that which is playing God. That would be playing God. Yeah. There's no exit there. Yeah. You can't get out of self. The, re the relief or freedom from this preoccupation is recognizing you're not it. It's not recognizing trying to recognize every escape valve, every escape hatch as it, you finally get to the true understanding, which is you're not it, yeah? So now the great wisdom of no escape is that there's nowhere or no thing to escape from. What is appearing to be so isn't so. You are all that you have always been and always will be. The underlying fact is we're awake. The interpretation in this dreaming, we can seem to be awake or we can seem to be asleep to awakeness, but the fact is we're awake, yeah? It's awakeness taking itself to be seemingly asleep to it, or and it's awakeness taking itself to be awake to it. The fact doesn't get changed by the expression in the dreaming, yeah? So... If you look up the word seemingly, one of the definitions is it's appearing to be true or false to us. This is really the hallucinatory state of the dreaming, yeah? So the dreaming is appearing to be true or false to us. So in recovery, we have examples of such an extreme, uh, to an extreme measure, which is, You've had a story for, for many, many years in your life of what was the worst thing that ever happened. And then you get into recovery and you start getting changed. And then you arrive at 
that thing that was the worst thing that ever happened is now seen as the best thing that ever happened. Was it the worst thing? And then it go through an incredible transformation and turn into the best thing? Or did you give it the meaning it had? If something called the worst thing ever happened, and that was its true nature, it would be the worst thing that ever happened to anyone it ever happened to, yes? But because it's empty of meaning, we're the ones that give it meaning. So some event occurred, and we gave it the meaning that it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. That same event, when we changed, we now give it a meaning that brought me to jail, and that's when I heard about recovery, and now I've been sober for 12 years, so that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Isn't that a pure, just a pure example of dreaming? So when you read dreaming in The Course of Miracles, and then you can picture it, and it, there's an intimation in the illustration that goes much farther than the words go. Yeah. So are you or are you not as as how you're built giving everything all the meaning it has? Because the things seem <laughs> to change quite a lot, not based on the thing, but on us. Yes. So in a sense, Someone talked about it the other day about, all right, you know, I've got to give up the story. But the real giving up is the one who has all the stories. That's the biggest story of all, is the one who has all the stories. Yeah, because there's no one who has the stories. The stories have you in a sense. Yeah, when the stories are looked at in a certain way, they sort of hatch you. And now you get engulfed or captured by that story. Yeah. But it's not true. It's only seemingly so. It's appearing to you, not based on its condition, but based on your condition. If your conditions change, you may see it to be completely not true. And when you see it as not true, you see it's never been true. It always hits you with a with a a permanent whack, yeah? When you realize that not, that you finally arrive and you feel that, that whatever, it tells you right then and there sometimes it's always been this way. Yeah. The head has to keep yapping about it's always been this way because it's never been this way. When you arrive at what's always been this way, there's maybe one proclamation and that's that, yes? There's not an ongoing radio station. It's always been this, it doesn't, it doesn't do that. There's a freedom in, in hearing it, not a fucking enslavement to it, yes? So here we are giving everything all the meaning it has. Could you imagine if that was put to something that had a real, true, honest fucking meaning, like the I am, the power that could come out of that, because the it shows its power, we make shit out of nothing. Nothing. Could you imagine if the real nothing 
if, if, if that giving all the meaning it has was given to the nothing, how much of everything would show up? It's funny. You may know it or not know it, but a lot of us are in an act of denying stuff because we actually believe it's so real, it would be unbearable to allow it to be real. And therefore we're caught and we're held in ransom by all of these things we're so afraid of. And yet let's say like in recovery, life conspired to have me stop and let all of this shit land and allow it to be as real as it wanted to be. And when I finally allowed it to land, or I stopped fucking running and avoiding it once, and it had that big crescendo, it's all about me. And then I'm not that, you see? The affirmation you wanna find yourself is brought to us through the negation. You negate the reality that you've been so afraid of, yeah, by allowing it to be as real as it wants to be. And then you see it's not real, yeah? But if you keep trying, if you if there's a belief in you that it's so real that there's a constant act of denying it, yes, and you'll do almost anything to avoid having that land, you're... Your chanting affirmations isn't doing anything. Yeah. The way you don't feel like a fraud is admitting you're a fraud, simply. Yeah. If you feel like, if you're afraid to feel like a fraud or be a fraud, you're going to feel like one all day. Yeah. But finally, there's an admittance. We're all frauds. Yeah. Every point of view is fraudulent because it's a point of view. Yes, and all points of view are valued, valid because it's a point of view. It seems like you go somewhere, but two cannot leap into one. It's going to bring too much of two with it. Yeah, there's the negation of two and a finding out, let's call it one. There's a finding out of one, not by the two, but by through the negation of the two, yeah? And that movement is seamless. That's how it goes. It doesn't go by the two rubbing itself up against something to wear down one part of it all the way so that it can now be ready to get merged into one. No, the two is like that that example of trying to go into the through the eye of the needle. It's impossible. So there's a negation of two. And in that negation of two, there is not a pivoting to look for a one. There's a finding out the one has always been so. That's it, yeah? We can chant it's always been so, always been so, but what's truly going to reign supreme is the dualistic thing. Yeah. Just like I found out when I was chanting, I'm not a body. I didn't realize the only thing that would chant it's not a body is something that thinks it's a body. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Yeah. But there was an incredible principle revealed in it. 
in the failing of it, something was shown to me. And I've seen that, I've seen that facet of the diamond tons of times, tons of times I've seen it. Yeah. Just like it says in the part of the Course in Miracles that there's this firm in faith in this something else, and I'm going to change the wording. Firm in faith in this something else that we have, that the head has made to be ourselves, is the act of denial of what we are in this duality event. Yes? The firm in faith that we are something we're not is the act of denial of what we are. Yeah. So let's question this something else and yes, and have that negated because it's not true. And then there is no denial of what you are. Or if there is, there's no you denying what you are, which means you're going to lose interest in the denial of what you are. You are. You just are. Yeah. And then you're going to finally get the relief you've been looking for. Looking for. And then you're going to have a great sense of honoring this impeccable, seamless logic of negation when it comes to a mistaken identity finding the reality of itself. It's seamless. It's disarming, disarming, disarming. It's disarming. It's not a pseudo disarming that's really clothing and an agenda of arming oneself. No, it's disarming as... Every at every second you're ready to pick up arms, the 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 ceasefire rings. Yes, it just stops that that seeking and that drive in its in its uh, step in its uh, whatever. It just stops it. You just your legs just get get keep getting cut off. Yeah, until suddenly, finally, it dawns on here. It dawns on it. It recognizes. That which was seemingly paradoxical only seemed that way from a failed thought system. Now you're not relying on the thought system and you're seeing how things actually work. Yes? The horse is in front of the cart. So, and we just support it. I've seen the most unbelievable changes just initiated to coming to satsang live, Zoom, whatever, yeah? And usually what gets withdrawn and surrendered is all the pseudo requirements that have been withholding us to the obviousness of our inherent condition, truly. We've been letting a head play God with God, so to speak, yeah? And once those requirements start falling, they're like a dominoes, yeah? And then you'll get to the real nub. The real nub is that insatiable desire the head has to be there to experience its own absence. It wants to get it. It wants to get it, yes? When that is dismissed, there's a shift. There's not a fighting 
from the from the listening and to the hearing. There's just a hearing of that which used to be listened to, truly, yeah? And now you travel lighter in spite of yourself, not because of yourself. You haven't gotten incredibly better. You just lost interest in the whole pursuit. You really have, yeah? It's like... <laughs> How quickly do you lose interest when you find out it's not about you? Pretty fast, usually. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to pry your fucking arthritic hands away from it. It's just the the clenched fist just opens up. It means it's like like that. You know, wait a minute. This is so oh, it's not about me. It's just <laughs> It's like that coyote with the desert tortoise. It realizes it ain't going to get any meat. It immediately leaves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this isn't like the slickest way to do something, to arrive at non-doing. <laughs> We're not going to get anything. Hallelujah. Can you imagine if we got something? That could have that could have implied that it wasn't there before. And it's not going to be there sometime after then. <laughs> this is the this is the ease of com of comfort of a real deep assurance. Yes. A knowledge that no matter where you are, working or whatever, you have a home. You have a place to rest, so to speak. Yes. And I don't think space and time can convince you otherwise. I don't. The innermost doesn't need any convincing. It's already, it's there, it knows. The only thing is the head wants to make it unsuspected. That's all. And a lot of how it makes it unsuspected is by looking at what it conceptually projects as it, yeah? So you're busily looking for what's looking <laughs> you're using what's looking to look for what's looking <laughs> some people came in found some shoes that fit they've never taken them off yeah <laughs> i got hit with saint francis with What's looking is what you're looking for. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, so I'm happy to be here, truly. And thank you for holding the space and Michael and everyone else who sets up these talks. Because I would have to probably be in an insane asylum if I didn't have this, it's truly. I'd have to be talking at a wall or something. Yeah. Who would who would imagine that the greatest effect in your life is going to be based on loss of interest? <laughs> the secret of traveling lighter is when you start traveling lighter, you lose all interest in traveling lighter. <laughs> It's that beautiful. So, all right. Mike, anyone? 
Yeah, yeah uh, Esther. Hi, Esther. Esther, how fast did that happen? You didn't even have a second to stay in a pause of it. Yes? <laughs> it's like uh, fucking a TV dinner of satsang. All right, let's go. So what happened today... It, 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 thank you so much, Paul, for this message for today. Um, I went to the gynecologist and she... Uh, she was she she has this opinion of my mental health and um she acted it out perfectly she didn't actually see me she made me wait 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 and tell them all my details about my medicines and all that and and it, it's just like you said and then I'll, and then i'm like telling them i gotta go and they're like oh bye you know like, like they, they didn't really care and 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 the idea that I'm 54 and that I only have 50 years to get enlightened or to really realize the truth, the truth, you know, and 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 that the um doing the course of miracles hasn't changed an iota in the way that the behavior exhibits itself, like with the mania, spending and all, all of the stuff that goes with so-called bipolar and uh the realization that that hasn't changed anything with regard to that doing the course of miracles and maybe it never was supposed to but we always thought that it might affect things like that and um so what you're saying uh is is intense and i get glimpses of what you're saying to have relief but um i don't know see honey as esther if you if you don't mind yeah when searching for relief becomes the highest form of suffering there needs to be an accounting you've got to sit down with yourself and with someone you respect yes and see uh exactly what the head is doing it's using your goals and your ambitions for stuff to really uh produce an effect of suffering. So it would be nice just to take a stop and sit with some people, hopefully like tonight, and realize, I don't, I'm just going to say, I, I do not see the action figure getting enlightened. I don't, because it's already awake. Yeah. I don't see the action figure becoming what we already are. It's an impossibility. For it to stay the action figure, which is the mental's drive, it's gonna maybe look like a caricature or mimic it like a bird mimics other singing birds, but it's never going to be it. It's always gonna be the it of the action figure, masquerading or miming it, you know what I mean? You are inherently that. I do not know the troubles that are in you as the action figure, yes? And I know that no matter what those troubles are, the greatest healing is of our inherent condition. I think that's the bomb that can stretch over any fucking finite temporal wound. I do. I humbly believe that. And that may pick up things and you may dream yourself out of the dream with dream-like utensils, 
But what's going to do anything is this mind, the big M. It's all there is, yeah? And this rush to get somewhere, which is the opposite of what the rushing is doing, yeah? Needs to be addressed. You have to come to terms with it. It's sort of like, when do we stop whipping and thinking about the next saddle we're going to buy and the gold bits we're going to put in and recognize the horse is dead, you know? The horse is dead. You can't paint lipstick on a pig. You can't put legs on a snake. You, The greatest news of all is we already are what we thought we've lost or that I did something to get disqualified or, yeah, it's available, but not to me. Just, these are all like solar from a solar, you know, things from a from a failed sun. Yes, yes. And I, you know, you you need good night's sleeps. You need okayness. Now it's not something that you're gonna get to. And I feel if there's if you could if that interest, which I feel really would like to, you know, have the hunt called off. So it could enrich your day, yeah? Instead of using it as fuel to, you know, to to put, you know, to stoke this spiritual seeking fire, maybe warm your hands with it now, yes? Maybe just enjoy the fire that's available now and get your hands warm and feel okay, yeah? And yes? That's how I would like to see it for all of us. And I don't like to step into advice usually because, but if I'm, if it's being translated that I am, this is a, a project of enlightenment, that's not what we're selling here. We're not. We're selling the futility of all that. Yeah. And how the head uses it to, for different ends than you can even imagine. It robs you of this moment with this crystal clear future moment. It robs you, yeah? So that's, you know, that's what we're pointing out here. We're inherently awake. How, how could any of all these shenanigans even be seen without the light that's already there? Yes, these shenanigans can't, you could put a light on them and they're never gonna soak it up ever. There's false evidence, peering real. We're giving the reality to it. We are, we are the light that we're solely, solely, solely trying to find. We are it. I'm telling you humbly, yeah? Not as a great 12 foot behemoth with giant loving gaze eyes, no. It's not cast as an action figure. You're just here. You're just constantly here, sleeping, awake, thinking, dreaming, not thinking, feeling. You're always, always here. Yeah. You've never been out of any moment, honey, nor have I ever. We bought a bill of goods. Yeah, we have. And uh, it's time to, you know, go over it again. And look at the, uh, you know, the get out clause. 
And the get out clause is that you've never been in, really. That's the, that is the fact of non-duality. It doesn't say in the act of becoming reality, as Ramana said, being, being, present tense condition, ourselves reality. Yeah? The greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. He was talking about us as the action figures. And he was talking to us as what we are. He was talking about us as an action figure, and he was talking to us as what we are, which is reality. This is the message. The message is two-pronged. We're talking about something we're not, and we're talking to something we are. Yeah? This is the, the prong of satsang. We're describing what we're not with the recognition of what we are. Yeah? Because what you're not is going is not going to see what it's not. It's not. It sees it as what it is. Yeah. But you can see it very clearly from another position. You're not that. It's very clearly. And it doesn't need zillions of reinforcements. It can be once. And it can be so thoroughly convincing that 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 alley will be closed. You won't drive down there ever again. Yeah, that's how powerful it is. Truth does not reinforcement, doesn't need reinforcement. It will do that on its own. What you need to reinforce is the recognition of what you're not. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's what we do in satsang. So the basis is, this is not, I am not, I don't have any interest in something I have no idea about, which is enlightenment at all. Don't have, I don't know, I don't care. And I'm sure the best way if it's ever going to happen with is with you out not looking for it. I definitely believe that, okay? But the basis of awakening is evident to all of us. You've been seeing a whole lot without any effort today. You've been feeling a whole lot. There's been thinking a whole lot. There's been acting a whole lot. And you know what? You are not the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the actor. Something's happening that you're aware of. You are not that which you're aware of. You're the awareness of it. Yeah. Plain and simple. That's what I'm stating here. Clearly. That's all. I'm not interested in... Uh, I'm just not, it doesn't, I'm just not interested in it. I don't want to, you know, know about the 38th stairway to heaven. I don't, because I believe I am in heaven now. Yeah. Yes. The heaven of ordinariness, the heaven of dog shit awareness, the heaven of no matter how much I huff and puff and all the houses I want to blow down. When it all comes to an end, nothing's happened. Yes. As we used to have a guy who I miss actually uh, on having never left, he did finally leave where he used to speak about the innocence of spirit. Yes. And it's a feeling like that. All those things, all those bad thoughts that have you believing that you're bad, the innocence has never been touched by all of this sh shenanigans. Yes, it hasn't been. Yeah, in a nanosecond, it can come up and arise as if as if it never left because it never has. It may be unsuspected, 
but it's not unavailable. Yeah. Yes. So there you go. I really care a lot. I have, I have, I have absolute faith um, that the innocence has never left. And like you've noticed in my responses to you, I mean, in my questions and stuff, I've always said, like, I end up saying the opposite and the opposite. Like, uh, I'm never upset for the reason I think, but this is why I'm upset. And um, my- Can I, you just, Esther, please just put everything down just for the rest of tonight. Put the cost down, put it down. Yeah. And just see how you feel, not how you feel through the course of miracles lens. Just see how you feel. Yeah. And if it, if it, if it becomes obvious and you need a pail of water because there's some fire that keeps burning, then let's find that pail of water. Yeah. But just put it down for tonight. You can pick it up tomorrow. Yes. Just put it down. Rest assured, something has you. Yeah, something has you. You can. You know, what happens when you climb on a rope? There's a point where you arrive somewhere and then the climbing of the rope stops. The rope did what it was supposed to and it stops. Let it out, Esther. Yes, cry and cry away. Yeah, just where there's going to be people going to stand with you. Yes. It was just like you said today, you know, the what you most feared they never thought you'd be able to face and that's what happened today in the gynecologist's office i that she would always you know that she would treat me like a mental health patient and ignore me and that's exactly what happened and i i i could hear it in my mind i'm never gonna go back here and i didn't know why i was hearing that voice say that and I have and no idea what I'm going to have to do because I do need a gynecologist. Yes. And this is why you need someone to help you in the day-to-day -day stuff. Yes, please. I have, I have help. I do well, have help. Keep, keep receiving it. Yes. 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 Yeah. And then here, we're always here to support. Yeah. Yeah. There's a space you Thank can you. feel it. You can feel it in here. It's sort of like uh, if you could see below the waistline, everyone is resting in a giant net. Everyone is being held. Yes. Yeah. And why would you be the uh, the, the exception. exception to the norm? It's not true. Yes. Right. Whatever you appear to be isn't your original condition. Yeah, yes. So let it land. Yes, I am totally fucked up and I'm not far out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I have no interest in shit and I'm not that either. Yeah, just there you go. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Esther. All right. Thank you. Anyone else, uh, Mike? 
Thanks, Esther. Uh, no other hands showing. Anybody want to? Oh, hi, Miranda. Hi, guys. Um, I just want to um, thank Esther for her vulnerability. Um, this has been such, I wasn't going to come tonight because I'm tired. And um, I really just wanted to make sure that a new friend showed up and felt supported. And I just, I, I'm, I, I'm tired. I'd shit all over the place and I just started unpacking and just so, I feel so much lighter. So, um, I just appreciate you so much, Paul, um, and um, everyone here, um, because it's like you said, if no one fucking showed up, what would what would this be, you know? And I I really needed to hear so many things that you said to Esther and Esther. If you wouldn't have been so vulnerable, I wouldn't have been able to hear it. And there's been a lack of vulnerability here today. There's been an unwillingness to feel. And I didn't really realize that there's been a lot of shit in the head. Like I, I was, I was telling my sponsor earlier today, someone from this group, like, I don't think I've ever experienced greater contrast between acknowledging the reality of what's going on and the fucking broadcast that has been telling me for the last like five days, you're fucking depressed. You're fucking depressed. You're fucking depressed. You're fucking depressed. Like, just really trying to turn it up. And it's like, oh my God, like, I don't have to believe it. And there's been friction here. Like, like there's like the body's like, what the fuck, what the fuck? Like, we're not doing this. Like, I don't know. I mean, but it's like, there's been miracles happening right in front of my face, beautiful openings uh, in recent days. Um, and I've just got to tell you something that I thought was so fucking cool that my kids said after we left seeing you. And that was, I was, cause he was like, my fucking brain's fried. My fucking brain's fried. And I was like, that's cool. And cause that's the first time we'd ever even heard you. And, um, I was telling someone later on the phone, like, and he was like, it was like, I'm a car. And he was telling me that I'm an airplane and, uh, I just thought that was fucking fantastic and I wanted to share it with you, but um, yeah, thanks. Thank you to every every single person sitting here um, today. I really love you guys. I really love this meeting. Thank you, Miranda. thank you. Yes. All right, I think we thank have you. a friend from San Diego. Can't hear you yet. Yeah, I just unmuted. Hey, Paul. Um, you know, I've had realizations um, over the last few years. Um, but I still seem to live with this tightness in my chest. This tightness of fear that consumes my attention. And uh, spiral thinking, for example, I see my doctor tomorrow. And it's, you know, I haven't seen him in a year and a half and I'm expecting scary news and all this kind of stuff. And some days I just, 
I feel like the person you just talked about, the person who's never going to get it. It's available for everybody, but not me. And I'm not even sure what to, to say. I just feel stuck. Well, ask who is it that feels stuck? <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, if not, you're going to get a lot of pontification about stuck and unstuck. I don't no, see that as valuable, tell you the truth. No, the, the, the reason I laughed is because the reason I laughed because it hit home right in that moment. Yeah, yeah, who's stuck? Who's stuck? Go, oh, God. Exactly. I mean, it's just. Uh, <laughs> it's like you want to, you know get completely obsessed with putting the, you know, Jack in, in back into the box. Yeah. But see that you're not Jack. This is the wiser way to go. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because yeah, if always, you it back in, then you're going to live under the fear. It could pop out. It just gets you completely engaged with Jack. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jack is stuck. Jack is unstuck. Jack, 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 Jack. Yeah, this is about, all right, let's take this off of stuck and unstuck and just look at Jack. And of course you had the instant recognition. You didn't, but what you are did, I'm not Jack. <laughs> and so it's suddenly that balloon that you're trying to pierce with a needle just loses its own air. <laughs> it just does, yeah? Yeah. And then how how excited are you gonna be about you know, popping a deflated balloon. <laughs> You're probably not going to get that go know about. Yeah. It's, it's beside the point. It's deflated. Yes. It's when this inflated idea of Jack goes on, then all these shenanigans can take off. Oh, and God. They, yeah. they just basically suck the air in the room, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it reminds me of a conversation I had with a, another East Coast teacher many years ago. And it boils down to that old East Coast saying, so who wants to know? You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And then just sit there. And uh, because you're never, never not here. You're always here. Always here. Always. Always am. There's a, the awareness is mostly of things, let's say. Mm -hmm. instead of uh, the awareness of, yes, which is awareness. The, the emphasis gets on things, and therefore it opens up this Pandora box, and things <clears throat> and go on and gets all like this. And truly, just like it looked like lack of compassion when I first went in recovery, because people would hear, they seem like they will listen to your whole story of how you've lost your place to live and your your wife left with the kids and you got your this and that. And then they go after half an hour of your whole spiel, they go, uh, go to a meeting. <laughs> what? But that was the solution. <laughs> the solution wasn't, oh, let's sit down and go over all your problems, was the beginning of the solution to them is go to a meeting. Yeah, the answer is not with Steve. No. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. So you run into these 
these solutions or ways that don't fit our mental logic. Yeah. So it's like when a dog doesn't understand, they do that cocking of the head. That's a great moment because mm-hmm. what you're trying to make everything make sense to is a failed fucking system. <laughs> <clears throat> so it sees yeah. paradoxes and this and that. It just has to cover its own failure with these, par- oh, it's paradoxical. It's not paradoxical. That's how it works. Oh, you are paradoxical. <laughs> The thought system itself is failed. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, and so, it's so obvious when it's like zapped. Of course, <laughs> it's so obvious. So you come in to make it more and more obvious. <laughs> yes, every it, time it seeps in. It does. This isn't a. This isn't. It's not like hundred uh, percent to zero. It's just fifty point zero 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 one percent. That's all needed, and the table is turned. Mm-hmm. I swear mm-hmm. to God. I swear to God. Just that one. Then you know the the board of trustees is now in the mailroom. That's where that's where they're sending all their messages through. They're mm-hmm. not at the boardroom running the show anymore. Yes, it's not a big all or nothing. No, it's yeah. the the balance of power shifts and everything is seen differently. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, the um, the other story going on is um, around the time of your retreat is three other retreats by another teacher I like. And I'm, the Steve's going nuts trying to figure out what to do. And then I'm realizing, well, Steve thinks that he has to go to those to somehow get something. You know. Well, how many retreats does the other person usually have? We only have one a year. Yeah, well, there you he go. has them in multiple languages all, uh, all over. So, well, we have one retreat, and that yeah. was that was forced upon me already. <laughs> so yeah, I understand. We're in the tradition of of this retreat. But I don't care. Do whatever you like. Yeah. Well, it's like the future will take care of itself. Stop worrying. Actually, well, it's right. that. Or just see you're not that which is worrying. Exactly. Stop worrying yeah. doesn't work. Doesn't work, right. But you use to stop worrying to see who the hell is worrying. Who the hell is worrying? <laughs> don't worry. What's going <laughs> to stop worrying isn't stop worrying. It's going to be loss of interest in the you. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like I'll come up with I'll come up with my frustration statement and then say, "Who's frustrated or who's worrying?" Or it's like it just stops exactly. it all. You're gonna it lose it, all. In it because it doesn't. Uh, there's a cherishing of self, as they say in Buddhism, cherishing of self. It's not liking it. It's gone. It's past a point. There's an addiction in a sense to self. You are not addicted to self. What you're hearing and sometimes listening to is, yeah? So in the act of being identified as it presents its situations, you you act as if they're your situations, yes? Mm-hmm. Now you start seeking a solution for your situations when the, the solution is they're not yours. <laughs> That's the solution. To your situations is they're not yours. That's the way it goes. <laughs> you want to follow it? That's how it goes. 
you take 800 print examples, you'll see the same pattern, the same one. Yeah. Don't get out of something that you're not in. Yeah. You know, yeah. So there you go. Thank you. And you can't get into something you're not out of, which is what we are. So mm. that's why the game is rigged for us. We're, <laughs> we're already the winner. Yeah. We're just not acting like it. Well, whatever. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, bro. Yeah. Anyone else, Mike? No other hands showing. Well, all right. Well, let's uh, start saying goodbye. That's, we got Steve in San Diego. Uh, we got Mike. How you doing, Mike? Oh, well, all's well. Me? Good. Yeah. Yeah, good. Brian in Minneapolis. Gary C., my main man from Placerville. Hey, nice Paul. to see you, Gary. How are you? Good. We'll be coming back up there in May, I think, to Auburn. Sounds good. I'll talk with you. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, William S., William Stamps. We got Tej. Tej has uh, graced us with his presence. Nice to see you, Tej. Bill Churchman. Yeah. Mia, down under. Oh, I want to announce uh, we've got 25 people signed up for the retreat. So it's definitely going to go ahead and uh, there's room for more, but the pressure of putting the down payment has been taken care of. So gaily forward towards Sicily. Yes. So I don't know. We'll find out how many people we can have. I don't know if there's a number we have to stop at, but we're still open to it, but it's going on because we've, completed the first requirement. So hallelujah. Thank you for everyone Anu and Mia and uh, Alan and all the people, Roman and stuff that are coming back, Vlad, everybody, and Kathleen and, and uh, Julie. And uh, yeah, so it'll be, uh, I'm stoked about it. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So back to Anu, and Anu will be there, yes, yeah. Bruce, there he is, nice to see you, Bruce. Ham and cheese, looking for some mayo. Jonathan, nice to see you, Jonathan. You sat through the whole thing, my hat's off to you. Uh, hope to see you again. And I think Miranda has my number and stuff or whatever, yeah. David, as always, from Down Under, nice to see you, my friend. Marty, yes, he's uh, a supporter of the, the better web, the better Zoom. It's gotten much better since Marty put a bug up my butt. Yep. Irene, Martina, feeling well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We got Jane G in Mill Valley. Jane. It's a, I was, I, I have to admit, I wasn't expecting to see you tonight. So it was a great uh, surprise. Thank you. I hope you're doing wonderful and nice to see you again. Yeah. And hopefully you'll come back and stuff. 
Uh, we've got Dennis, Dennis W. Nice to see you, Dennis. Danny in California, Sherry down in San Diego. Sherry is going to be a participant. Yes, yes, that was very nice. Craig May, I got a feeling Craig May is going to appear somehow in Sicily. If not, we'll have him in the Zoom because we got to have a Craig Corner. We got to have that in Sicily, yeah. It's way off though. Robert French, my man in New Zealand. Yeah. Hi, Paul. Uh, you have any uh, underground connections to Manuka Honey? Yeah. You yeah. do? Yeah. I need to talk with you. I need to get some uh, at least 20 UMF. 20. Okay. You get, get higher than that. You can? Great. Yeah. Please, uh, do you have my uh, web, my email? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, if we can figure it out, I can give it, get, uh, pay you, and then maybe because, uh, yeah, I'm in the habit of eating manuka honey for a while, for a long while. Okay. I'll, I'll do, do some investigation. Uh, thank you, my friend. Thank you. We got Emerson in Long Beach. Yes. Yeah. Nice to see you, Emerson. Yeah. Uh, let's go to page two. We've got, uh, let's see, John K. There he is, Mr. John. Alan, oh, Alan, oh, he's coming to Sicily with his lovely wife so far. That's great, man. Be nice to meet you. Esther, take it easy tonight. Yes, I'm going to give you permission to go to bed early. Chill out. You've done more than enough. Yes tonight you have chill out all right john in florida nice to see you john chris up in Ma uh, down in mammoth lake there he is mr b zoe banks angie angie is a participant i'm gonna see the smiling lady from Ont from ontario very good looking forward to that Miss Amelia, there she is. I can't see. There she is, Miss Amelia. She uh, let's. A lot of thanks goes to Miss Amelia. She's the one who started this tradition of the retreat and manages it and speaks fluent English and French and Spanish and Italian. So yeah, yeah. Susanna W. I know she's coming to Sicily, even though she doesn't think so. Yeah, just watch. Yeah, we got our eyes on you, Susanna. Yeah, I got a project. Miranda, Miranda, thank you for the privilege of speaking at that AA meeting today. Appreciate it. Shannon Corkery, we got Donovan Borban. I don't know if I've met Donovan before. Uh, we have Brahmi. Oh, Brahmi, very nice to see, uh, literally see her, figuratively, obviously. Zach G, I think Zach G was at that meeting today too. Lynn D, uh, I think that's all. Hey, thank you so much. We'll be around uh, tomorrow, 10.30 Pacific time for recovery meeting and then Saturday. It's all under the events of Zen Bitch Slap and really nice to spend some time with all of you and uh, 
Yes. If I stepped on any people's toes, forgive me. Yes. Yeah.